You can find millions of posts online about how to write good sales emails, but 99% of them will be wrong because they're not written for a funnel. And especially they're not written to pitch an online membership product because emails don't sell web pages do there. That's the $1 million piece of advice for you. Okay. Wait a second. Millions a little steep. Okay. That's your hundred dollar piece of advice better. Okay. Yeah. So I'll say it again. Emails don't sell. People don't buy things from their email inbox. W what do they do? They click on a link, they move to a page and that's where they ultimately make the decision. They, in fact, they don't almost never even make purchasing decisions from their inbox. What they do see is an enticing offer. So they click or they see something intriguing. So they're curious and they click. So during a flash promotion, sure, you might need to show the offer in your email. So, you know, just so they know it's available, like, like this, the card is open for the next 48 hours only hurry, click to get this offer. You're showing it there, but you're really not selling. It's, it's a call to action to learn more. Now, if you're in the mysterious stranger phase of your funnel at the beginning and still in the connection or desire phase, then fine, use email to teach, to inspire, to motivate, because they are, your goal is for them to read and to think, huh, what an amazing, smart guy. And then, you know, basically just delete it or hopefully forward to a friend first, then they'll delete it. Right. But for sales emails, get the point across quick and get them to click, get the point across quick, get them to click. Remember Dr. Phil years ago, he always said, stop talking past the close right? Just say what it takes to get them to click, then go on from there. Most people in business that have never had to write any marketing emails find this really hard. They want to make the whole pitch in the email. It's because most businesses only ever email their customers and not their prospects. And when you email your customers, you speak all different to them in email. You can definitely describe more things and speak longer. You have their attention, but prospects is different. Get to it quick. When I teach marketing seminars for fitness professionals and nutritionists, I ask them to raise their hands if they ever send out bulk emails to a list as part of their business. About half, half the hands in the room go up. Then I tell them to keep their hands raised if these emails that they're sending out are going to new prospects only. And then I say, put your hands down. If you only send emails to current customers, almost every hand goes down. It's crazy. Because most people in business just do general broad marketing and branding to a large audience. People then become customers and only then are they added to an email list where the business communicates with them via email, right? This is how our business world basically works. And if you're in business, you're probably familiar with that. Almost no one communicates directly to their prospects because to do that, you have to build a list and list building is hard. So it's a little weird to get used to the style of emailing where you're really warming a prospect by giving versus just communicating or upselling an existing customer or finding new solutions for them since they already have your trust. Remember you warm and pitch a prospect while you nurture and upsell a customer. Okay. A few tips for emailing prospects. First, rarely use images. They're hardly ever needed and don't use the person's name. It's not needed and it's a little trite. Everyone sees through that. Now we talked about that in the last lesson on opt-ins. Don't ever use a PS. 
in emails. That's for the days when people actually typed letters with a typewriter, then added something at the end because they forgot it, and they had to add it at the end. It looks pretty stupid in an email where you can just add it in where you need to if you think of something later. Now, in a few rare cases, you can do it as a kind of a humorous type situation, sure. Also, include the link to your sales page at least twice, but no more than three times. You can hyperlink a word, but it's also good to paste the entire link in because that's what you do if you were emailing a link to a buddy, right? You just paste it in. You say, hey, click here, and you just paste in the link. So that's what we want to do here. You're not typically going to highlight a word like the word here. Click here, and then it's hyperlinked, and then you click on it. You're going to just paste a link. The subject line and the tone of the email. Okay, make the subject line a little kooky. Don't just do, hey, or something. You know, don't try to fool them either by using something like re, you know, R-E colon, like in regards to, like, they're, you're, you're the replying back. Like something like re, the product you ordered. I get some of those, you know. But also don't do that magazine-style headline, like five things you need to do to improve your running. That, you know, you got to find it, the in-between. So I like things like this. You do, whoa, this runner killed it. Or... Jim finally ran five miles. Something that makes you go, what? Then you launch into a super brief one-paragraph story to hook them. Keep your emails conversational as if you're writing to a buddy. If you were sending an email to the guys for a get-together this weekend, you'd write in the subject, this weekend, just like that, no punctuation. Then in the email body, hey, Dash, what do you think about hitting pool and darts at the dugout this weekend? Right? So you keep it personal, like they know you, because remember, you're the mysterious stranger, and you're there to help them. Now, sales emails are short and sweet, but the emails you send throughout your funnel that warms the prospect will definitely be a little longer, like I mentioned. So I'll give you three types of emails that you want to be sending out during the connection and desire phases, and I'll give you some samples of, of these along with this lesson. First, Awareness emails. You do these pretty much ongoing and they're meant to create likability and trust. Here you're not necessarily giving content or teaching, but you're just creating likability. Likability about yourself, your product, whatever it may be. This is where you're really building the connection in the connection phase. Number two, content emails. When you're not in a funnel and you just have a basic email list, these are what would lead to your blog post. And in fact, you still can. But in a funnel, you're typically sending them to a single page with the content that you've built specifically for this email. The goal here is to create more awareness about you and your product through educating them. Number three is authority emails. This is where you show yourself or your product as the authority. These will be more rare since they border on bragging, but it's a great way to show people the successes that your members are having or that you are having. If you received an award, for example, or asked to speak somewhere, then you would include that. Or if you have a member that's just killing it, you feature them. Even if the funnel is a closed funnel, you create that desire to get in. So a good sequence is this. Awareness, content, awareness, content, authority, repeat. Now for sales emails, it's a little different. Once you open the cart or do a flash promotion, you're going to be getting a little more aggressive, and here's where you're pitching. Here the emails get shorter, but you make your point real quick. 
During this launch phase, each sales email itself will consist of this. Tease, prime, then action. Teasing is telling them that there's something exciting for them. Priming is backing that up with some proof. Then action is telling them to click to find out more or to get the offer. Remember, let the sales page pitch, not the email. All right? So that's it for writing emails. And again, you can use my templates, but I wanted you to understand why we're doing what we're doing in those templates.